Okay, so we are holding in Chelik uh, Aleph, Herik Dalid, Oiz Dalid. So we spent some time speaking about Oiz Dalid and Oiz Gimel in the past. We had a little break. Oiz um, Gimel, the Ramchal, speaks of the idea that Adam is Morko of these Shnei Hafachim, a Guf and a Neshama, and how your Avedis Hashem has to be between the two of them together. And Oiz Dalid, he starts to speak of the idea that Adam is multiple into the Chaymer. He's put into a physical world, and the mitzvahs are given to him within the framework of the physical. We spent a lot of time last time speaking about the idea that sometimes the place, the dark places where we are, we're able to makadash from Shemayim, and that raises us even higher. And the counterbalance of Gashmias is something which, by pushing through, gives us a madrigan a mile much greater. We spoke about Barichas last time. I was actually very excited because I didn't have my, uh, my usual Derech Hashem Sefer, my Ruchaim uh, Freelander. Um, it's actually, it was pretty emotional when I was in Eretzrael. In, in the B'nai Brak, where I was by his cover, and it was, uh, you know, how much terror, you know, does one man give to us? It's phenomenal, you know? Um, but I didn't have it with me, and Baruch Hashem, I looked at the bottom when I, when I opened it up this week, and I saw that that's what he tells on, this concept of Kiddush Hashem. That we, we spoke about the idea that from the vacuum of this world, by Mekad Hashem Shemayim, it's, it's a madrega by pushing beyond the Chaymer, a person can reach a very high darga in overcoming and bringing the light of a Kosh Baruch Hu, even into the darkest parts of, of, of this world of, of, of Gashmias. But I don't want to focus on that now. I'd like to read through Dalit and Hay and speak about the concepts of mitzvahs. So we're going to try to pack in as much as we can today about mitzvahs. It's a lot to talk about, to give a, a different you know, hashkafa on what, are, what is a Maisa mitzvah. Um, so we'll read through the Ramchal a little quickly, and then hopefully we'll get to expand a little bit on that. So Dalit, Ula, Me'oymek Atzas Chachmasay. So from the depth of Kosh Baruch Hu's Chachma, is Baruch Shemei, blessed is He. Hayel Sadr Advarim Be'oifin. Hashem arranged things in the following way. Shav B'yayisal B'shakul B'chaymer Be'chreach. When a person is forced to be in a world of Chaymer, why is it B'chreach? He has to be B'chaymer. So we spoke about this before, that the whole reason why we live in a world of, of, of Chaymer Gashmias is to enable a person to have Bechira, so that he can be the Baal HaToiv. That way he has to push through Yitzhahara and physicality to be oimid on a dveikus to Kosh Baruch Hu, and then he owns his dveikus. So therefore he can enjoy that connection in the next world, feeling that he deserved it, and also that, that he can be doimid to Kosh Baruch Hu, that he was mashlam himself. So the way to be mashlam yourself is by being, he has to be a Kosh Baruch Hu, puts us in a physical world, and we overcome it. So that's what the Ramchal says, Behachreach, we have to be in a physical world. So the mitzvahs are going to have to come down. So in order to have Bechira, in order to, to earn it, in order to be doimid to Kosh Baruch Hu, in the next world, we have to go through a world of Gash. So Mamela, the mitzvahs are going to have to come to us in the world that we are, because that's the way the world was set up for us to be davak to Kosh Baruch Hu al So a person, he's forced to be drowned in a physical world. Kosh Kosav, as we've spoken about. But even though he's within the physical, and he has to live a physical life, he's still able to perfect himself and to cause himself to Mizdabek to Hashem in the next world. He's able to uplift himself to purity and to being special like a And the other way around, the fact that he's thrusted into a world of physicality gives him an even greater ability to rise above it and to spring above it to connect to Kodesh Baruch, which we spoke about last time. And through fighting through the physical, he's able to, to acquire for himself um, honor and, and, and something which is special. She'en kamayu, which is something which cannot be described otherwise had he not been put in the physical. By him working through the physicality and, and, and flipping it into or like we spoke about last time, that when we do mitzvah, we're in this world, we take the physical, which, which hides the Kodesh reality, 
and we use it as a tool to mizdabek to Kodesh Baruch Hu, thereby filling the darkness with light. And we take the after, the shadow, and we turn it into a shining glow. Okay. So we have to be in a physical world because we have to have Bechira. In order to earn it, we have to push through. And Mela, therefore, it's going to have to be that within the framework of that physical world, we're going to be able to achieve our Shlemus. But the question is going to be, how is it Shaykh for a person to achieve Shlemus if he's, if he's in a place which is the opposite of Kosh Baruch Hu's nature? Hashem placed um, limitations and different stardom, different orders and systems, rather. The way Hashem will interface with the physical world that He's placed in. And what He has in mind when He's interfacing with the physical world. That when Adam uses these things in the physical, again, this is things like eating, drinking, right, business, whatever it is, so everything in life, everything in mitzvah tight, uh, is involved in every every aspect we have in life. When a person uses those systems that Hashem gave him, i.e., that's the terror and the mitzvahs, the systems he gave him to interface with the world of Gashmias, that physical action which he does, Poyal Shlemis can actually give him Shlemis. So eating, which is very physical, right? If it's done for Sudas Yomtiv, if it's, if, it's, if it's done for Sudas Mitzvah, it can give a person Shlemis, right? Even, even Tashmish is a very physical act. It's something which would be do a Mitzvah, Peruvu, um, killing animals, Shechita, which is very gruesome, very physical. Yet if it's done, I'll pee the, the Seder and the order Hashem gave us. It, it, if you do the mitzvah shechita, it gives you oil mava, korbanas, every, every action, farming, right? We can, we can continue wearing clothing. We wear titus, right? To everything in the physical world, if you use it using the system in order of the Torah, from the gashmias itself, it can give a person shlemis. And there a person strengthens himself with having a reality of being shalem and a great milo. And therefore he can lift himself up from the physical world which he naturally lives in, the world of... Uh, the Olam eating restaurants and buying fancy clothing and watching Netflix. And he can become greater than that by, 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 by using the systems Hashem gave him how to interface the world. Hashem's Chachma surveyed all of the natural deficiencies which should be in Adam. So we spoke about this earlier. Because Baruch Hu made Adam Chaser on purpose, right? We were not built to be totally shalem, because then there would be no purpose, right? The whole point was for us to build our connection in shalem Hashem, so we can earn it and deserve it, and have a deeper connection and be a bala to the Kosh Baruch Hu. So Kosh Baruch Hu therefore made us chaser, lacking in Hashem's perfection, so that we can fill the void ourselves. So Hashem saw the, all the areas that He had decided to make us lacking, and he saw all the elements that would be needed for a person to be daimit his creator and to connect to Kodesh Baruch Hu and have eternal bliss in Hana in Olam Haba from a Kodesh Baruch Hu. So he saw what was missing in us and what was needed to create the connection. So when he looked at these two points, okay, I make Adam Chaser and I know what's needed for Adam to become Shala and to be Davik to me. That is the mitzvahs, higbila, gvulas, and therefore he made, he made systems, asher b'shomer oisam, when you will keep these systems, yis'atzem b'ay komat sark min ha'mayla, you will gain all of the maylas, all of the, the elements that are doymet ha'ashem, to enable your connection, v'yishol minyonay komat shu'archaka, and you can remove from yourself any element which will keep you distant from Kodesh Baruch Hu, 
and Olam Haba, anything that would, that would, that would divide you. So Kodesh Baruch Hu made us chaser on purpose. He looked at the areas that he made us lacking. He looked at what's needed in order to be mashlam ourselves, in order to bring us the dveikas to Kodesh Baruch Hu. He made a shidduch between those two things, and he devised the mitzvahs. And the mitzvahs are there to, 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 to fill in the gaps in our and the discrepancy between us and the Kodesh Baruch Hu's nature, and to allow us to misdabek to a Kodesh Baruch Hu in the next world by the mitzvahs changing us and, and making a shalem and filling in all the holes that we have um, and making us doyme to Kodesh Baruch Hu. Okay? Had it been that if Adam would not have had the Xerah that he should die, that was after the Chet Adam we spoke about. He says, we also spoke about it, he says. See, it's not just my insecurities, I say we spoke about, we spoke about it. He says it also. So had he done all these mitzvahs, and the Shema would have been strengthened, would have been like its creator. And the darkness of the body would have been weakened. So the physicality of a person would have been weakened. He would have become spiritual. He would have become like a malach. The mitzvahs we've done, we would have been radiating in light from the mitzvahs, right? We would have been kilo, we, we, were, we were playing around in a, in a nuclear facility. And we would rise up to be connected to Kosh So if it wouldn't have been the Xer that Adam had to die after Chet Adarisha, um, interesting what happened, you'd come to shul, you're putting your talisman tefillin, and next thing you know, your body wouldn't be physical anymore. You wouldn't look like a behemoth anymore. You'd start looking like a malach, you'd start rising, and eventually the Maisa mitzvahs you do would cause the Mizdavah to Kosh but unfortunately, Adam did not do a mitzvah, Adam did an Aveira, and therefore we cannot experience the level of zikuch that the, the mitzvahs are going to cause in our body within the framework of this world. We're going to have to wait for Tchiyas Amesim. Um, and we've spoken about in the past that even though um, we can't really fully experience what the mitzvahs are doing to us while we're in this world, there was a system Hashem created of dveikis while being in this world, that there's a difference between a person who does mitzvahs and a person who doesn't do mitzvahs. Different between a tamachachom and not a tamachachom. There's a difference between a tzaddik and not a tzaddik. Even the tzaddikim we have, we spoke about this many times, that tzaddikim, there's an aura that comes off them, their lives are different, the way they look at the world is different, they achieve levels of ruach ha-kaydish. So the mitzvahs do um, give a zikuch to your body in this world, but not commensurate to what they're going to do at the time of Tchiyas HaMesim, or what they're actually designed to do, if a Kosh wouldn't have stopped them from doing what it is that they're supposed to do to your neshama and your gof. So since the Gzeira was, was passed after Adam's Pamachas, there's no way that in one shot the mitzvahs are going to purify your body. However, every mitzvah does strengthen the Shammah, and the guf becomes potentially more purified, right? So it's almost like in the stock market, you put your money in the market, you see the mutual funds go up, and you say, wow, I'm a rich man. The answer is you're not a rich man, because tomorrow the market could crash. Could crash. You have to sell the stock in order to realize that you're a rich man, right? So to also, the mitzvahs purify your body in a way which is in potential. We're not going to see that effect until Tchiyas HaMesim. It exists, it's by us, but it only is, he calls Bekayach, in the world of potential. It has not been actualized yet. And that was the Gzeira, that we're not going to see that till later. Even though we have not actually had this purification of the body happen yet, you still have a matzav, you're in a situation of being shalem, bakayach, impotential. When the proper time comes, we will see the effects that the mitzvahs will have on the body, and all of us will become not physical and not animalistic and rise and be spiritual. Okay. That gives like a new Havana in Al-Tan, Oh, you can screw it up? Mess it up? Yeah. yeah like Sorry, it's not a nice word. Yeah. Like because... In other words, you don't really fully have it. Yes, you so don't have it. You could lose it. You could lose it. 100%. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And there are people who are mafsed their oil in a relatively short amount of time also. 
Ach, das ist gewaltig. Elm Hase ist like a mutual fund. It's gewaltig. Yeah? Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. The potential earnings. Right? Right? You could, you could, ruin, you could ruin it. Achas darim ba'agvulas ha'elas. I just want to get a little weiter because I would like to talk with Inya Mitzvah. We, we've stelled a little bit on, on, the, on the concept of Chaymer a lot in the past couple weeks. Achas darim ba'agvulas ha'elas. These systems Hashem created. Hinehem klal ha'mitzvah. So we said, Hashem put us in the physical world. We have to be there for Bechira to earn it. And therefore, Hashem is going to have to bring the means of Shlemus into this world by creating systems, the way we use this world. What are these systems, says Ramchal? These are the mitzvahs, the asin and the lavin, the positive commandments and the negative commandments. We've, I think we've touched on this before, but we're going to have to tell a little bit why the Torah was divided into these two categories. Each one of these were designed and intended for a man to be koina, to acquire ba'atzimba and to strengthen himself, achas madrigas amaylam yizucharnu. One of the levels of of uh, one of the one of the levels of, of greatness that we've discussed before, right? Why one of the levels? Each person's olam is going to be different, commensurate to the amount that he uses the mitzvahs. And to remove the elements of darkness that is from the adam. By doing that mitzvah or not doing the asay. So we see the mitzvah lotasa is can I get the chisernis in adam? that a person has these things which makes him distant from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. There are elements of ourselves which we're not like Hashem. Right, everything from, from, from bad midas to different parts of the Neshama that we don't even have, we don't even have access to. We don't understand why we're, why we're distant from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Lota says we'll further the divide between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Whereas the Mitzvah Asay is there in order to fill the gaps and the holes we have between our reality and Hashem to build Olam Habas. So the Mitzvah Asay build our, our Dveikas and the next world, and the Mitzvah Loitasa cause us to not further create more of a lackingness or a chisarun or a divide between our reality and Kosh Baruch. And that's what he's saying over here, that the Mitzvah, the Loitasa and the Asay serve in order to give you a madrega and a maila of Dveikas and Baruch, and they serve to stop having chisarun or lackingness enter into yourself, and that's divided on party lines of Loitasa and Asay. V'ulam, prata mitzvah kulam, kol prata kol mitzvah mitzvah, this is important, the kudah, which we're going to tell on today. The, the, the details of all the mitzvahs, right? You find all these details, all these briskers, all the chumras, right? You know, you know, you know like Lamashal, Hanukkah, right? What do you do? You put it by the door, you put it by the window, very confusing. So the obvious solution is what? You light it by the door with a bracha, and you run really fast, and you light the one that's in your window, right? So, right? A brisker chumra, right? Yeah, so the Ayla makes the joke that... Um, that the din by, by Matanas Avyanim is the din of an Evian, not an Oni. An Evian is a deeper level of poverty. So how do you get an Evian? How do you know the guy's an Evian? Maybe the guy you're going to give to is not really an Evian. So you have to make sure. So, so, so what do you do? You take a guy around Hanukkah time, you lock him in the basement, you give him no money, you let him out Purim time, you give him 10 bucks, then you know you have an Evian, that's it, the brisker Chumrah, right? Okay, last one's a joke. But the worry, so what's with all the Chumras, right? Because there's a lot of Pratim with mitzvahs, a lot of details. And the details from Chal are going to say matter very, very, very much. The whole protect called mitzvah mitzvah. He named you solemn alamitas mitzvahs. All the details are going to address what the Ramchal said before the mitzvahs of a Baruch Hu and the Indian of Adam and where we're holding. Like we said, Hashem looked at two points what's missing in Adam, which he made intentionally missing so we can complete ourselves, and what it's going to take to bridge Adam to a Baruch Hu. So all the details of the mitzvahs are there to address 
where is it that Odom is lacking that he needs to be filled, and what it's going to take for Odom to Mizdabek to Kodesh Baruch So the mitzvahs are a science, and that's why every mitzvah has specific parameters to the mitzvah, because it's doing a job, like anything which does a job, needs to have certain parameters in order to achieve the goal that it, that it set out to do. It's not just happenstance, and Ramchal says that there are pratim to the mitzvah, which we're going to address. Apparently some of the Rishonim did not agree with the, the Ramchal, and, and we've spoken about this many times before, there's the rational approach, and there's the Ramchal's approach, Ramchal's approach is sanctioned by, by the guy, and it's, it's a Hamshach Rizal, and, 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 and in my personal opinion, it's placing like Achran on, on these, on these inyanim, um, but what we'll discuss is, but the Ramchal is saying that it's important to know that every detail of a mitzvah is important because it was designed in order to fill the chisarn in Adam and to enable Adam to be mizdabek to a Kodesh Baruch So therefore the details very much so matter and it was designed intelligently as such. I'm sorry, some, you said the Rav said there was some Rishon, don't Yeah, we'll that. get there in a minute. The, the Rambam, we'll get there. The, the famous, we we'll, we'll get to the end of this paragraph, we're going we're gonna to see a Maral. The Maral is a vehement uh, supporter mm-hmm. of this Mahalach of, of the Ramchal. Um, he's gonna he's gonna have a lot of issues with the Rambam. Um, again, you, you gotta know when you, when these, some of these Rishonim. I mean, they, we knew they were Rishonim that had a very rationalistic approach to Torah. Um, the Rabag, Lamashal, um, the Rambam when he wrote Smornavuchem. You know, there's a big debate. You know, some say he wrote it as a Kiruv Sefer. Um, others say the Rambam wouldn't have put something to writing if he didn't believe in what he was writing. Right? I, I'm not really big enough, or I'm not holding enough in Rambam to really be patient. That Shaila, I've heard a lot of people say that. You know, the famous sheet of the, the Rambam that everyone has a hard time with, Ramban especially, oftentimes picks on some of these sheetahs by Korbanis, so it was a means of weaning them off uh, heat, of Verizara and uh, other forms of hedonistic, um, you know, voodoo right. that they used to do, and loss of love, like, we won't need that anymore, and the Ramban says, like, what are you talking about? Like, these are prate mitzvahs, it can't be that, like, you know. So, so there's this rational approach. Did the Rambam really mean it, you know, or did he mean it as a plausible answer, but he held that there was a... I don't know. I mean, I know Shiva Ravarn is very into the idea that the Ramam says the Ramam meant it. And this was the Ramam's worldview, and he wouldn't write something that wasn't Mokrach to him. And what's incredible, the Ramam also, just with the utmost level of, of respect, even though we're going to discuss this Nakuda about the Prophet of Mitzvahs and kind of knock on the Ramam Shita, is the understanding that the Ramam did not have the Chochmas of Kabbalah. Right? Some want to argue maybe with Sif if he had, it's all hearsay. Just like they tiny the Rambam learned by the Rimigash, if you do the math, no, by, uh, by, by, uh, yeah, by the Rimigash. The, if you do the math, the, the, or is by the riff, they say? The Rambam's father is Rabbeinu Maimon. Rabbeinu Maimon learned by the Rimigash. So I believe it was the Rimigash. That they said that if Louis he would have learned by the Rimigash. Either it was the riff or the Rimigash, I don't remember. So that he would have been two years old at the time. Right? The famous bubble mics about the Rambam that uh, he had a share cup, he couldn't learn, and he cried before the Aaron Kodesh, and he ran away from his home. And I, it might have been the riff. And he went into the riff Yeshiva, and the uh, you know, whole mice doesn't pan out because, again, he was. It would, have been, it would have been two. So it's not, it's not the gas. So there's a lot of folklore of the Rambam. He, he, last days of his life, he got Kabbalah. And he said that if I had this, right? We, we have no idea. There's no, we have a lot from the Rambam. We have his letters, which give tons of biographical information, a lot of history about, about the Rambam. Um, but there's a lot of hearsay about the Rambam also. But, but it, it seems pretty clear from the Rambam's writings, he didn't have Kabbalah, right? And it's, it's just incredible how many times when you, when you, you, know, you go through the Tanya and the Mashal and you find that the Tanya um, oftentimes quotes the Rambam as a basic Hagdara. Even the Ramchal, the beginning of the Sefer, was basically straight out of the Rambam. What do you mean? I thought he didn't have Kabbalah and these farm are written all be Kabbalah. That result says many times that, you know, Rabbeinu, Rabbeinu Moshe was Mechab into the MS, right? It's incredible what a person with a Amelis can accomplish without having the Messiah of Kabbalah. Right, it just it's it's mind blowing. So instead of looking at that, there oh my, there is a lot of Kabbalah in shots, no? I mean, yeah, but 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 the way to understand it, yeah. the, the tools were not were not there. You didn't have a Zayir, 
you did not, I mean, the Ari came later, but you, you didn't have the Ari to explain, you know, a metaphysical system, how to understand the Zayar, right? So, so the Rambam had to kind of create a system, which is why the Rambam used Aristotle, right? You know, we have to understand what was like the transfiction that a lot of earlier Rishonim had with Aristotle. So first and foremost, I didn't want to, I didn't want to devolve into Ashkafa Shirov here, but, but um, first and foremost, we understand that the Aristotle was the man of his Tkufa, right? You were, you were not intelligent if you didn't know Aristotle. The ideas were, were groundbreaking, and, and it was just fact. It would almost be like today, a person arguing on, you know, Einstein physics, right? It's, it's just, it's, it's not, not Shayach, and, you, and, you, and you're just an idiot if you, you know, don't believe in the theory of relativity, or, or, or relatively it's more of a stretch. We don't believe in some of the basic, you know, proponents of physics that were put down that have been proven and whatnot. That was basically where we were holding with Aristotle, which again should be a nice lesson, which is, you know, don't ever tie yourself to the Chachmah, the Goyim of your time, because it could be later on you're going to find out that... Uh, it doesn't work. Like when a lot of the, the Nakudas of Aristotle were disproven. In fact, the church had tied themselves so deeply to Aristotle with a lot of the um, philosophy of their religion that when it started becoming unproven, disproven, they were setting people on fire, putting, I think Copernicus was put on house arrest. Um, all these other, when they realized that the, the, the earth is actually going around the sun, it was big tarots. When you tie your religion to a thought system and the thought system falls through, then you're, 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 you're in big trouble, right? Again, the Rambam used the Aristotle, he calls him the Godlos, the philosophim, he, he held his Ish of Seichel, but the Rambam many times says he was wrong, his religious outlook was wrong, our Messiah comes from the Torah. So even though, so what, what was the transfixion of the Aristotle? It was that they needed a system in how to tie together almost like the lumdus of the Machshava part of Torah. How do you make a Gadata work? A Gadata, like we said in the first year, a long, long time ago, you weren't with us, a Gadata is something which is very dysfunctional. Right, Shas is very logical. It's 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 a lashon halacha. Halacha is is walking. Walking is psia. It's is steps. You can you can you can quantify how far you walked. You took one step and for another step, another step. We can see halacha is very pasha. We have a gemara. It's not pasha. It's very difficult. But but it can be quantified. We have a gemara. Tosafos says like this. Rashi says like this. You know the Rashi says like this. Basically, it makes a cholent out of the psak, and we can follow the chain basically until where it goes. And it's and it's it's mathematical to a certain degree. It's, it's empirical. Agadatah is not like that. Agadatah is all over the place. It's not in any kind of order like the way that halacha is in the order of Shas. And the Agadatah comes from the Lashon of Igud, which is to be connected. All of Agadatah is interconnected. Or like an Igud is also like, um, like a stream. It's not defined like halacha. Halacha is, is like steps. Psyo is defined from one step to the next. Agadatah is a big mishmash. Like the Ramchal writes in the beginning of his Sefer, that ain't a a person that walks into a forest where everything is overgrown and you, and you have no ability to see, know what you're looking at. You walk in the rainforest, you don't know what you're looking at. Whereas you walk in a garden and everything is neat in rows and put together, that gives much more a hana to a person. As people start learning a gadata, and it's like an overgrown forest. All the ideas are not clear. He said, I wrote my sefer, so you can start filing away ideas that, oh, this agata, this agata fits under this rubric of understanding Hashem's interactions with the world. This is a guy that fits under here, understanding X concept in, 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 in Machshava. And that's why he wrote the Sefer in order to put everything in its, in its proper place, in its proper file cabinet, to have a better tfisa of, of a Gadata. There has to be some kind of a lens or some kind of a system to analyze all the disparate parts of a Gadata to bring them back to their, to their whole. You know, just even fascinating enough that you find Mephorshe Medrash, 1600s, 1500s, 1700s, they're busy asking kashas from one medrash to another medrash. Ah, this medrash is like this. There's a ah, kasha between this medrash and medrash. Teretz like this. Medrash or chalukim, right? That's very much not in vogue anymore, right? Post chassidus, post maral, post, post kabbalah, post arizal. 
um, the, the shrach that you hear is everything is a different bechina of something else. What is a bechina? I don't know any chance of the word bechina. Different facet, I guess. Different facet, something else. All the Marishans, the Machalikas, the Medrash, what was the fruit? Was it a, a teina? Was it a rimon? Was it a, was it a, was it a chita? I don't think anyone says it's an apple, right? So you can go to the Maral. The Maral will say they're not arguing each other. They're the different. The guy would say it was an apple. The guy would say a lot of things. The, 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 that it was different, different, different facets of what the chit was. So the chita represents this. and the te- They're not arguing, right? And I got to tell oftentimes the klal we say is that really nobody is, nobody's arguing. I mean, the famous machoik is Tishrei Nevra Olam and Nisan Nevra Olam. Even Taisus says Tishrei was Olam Machshava, Nisan was created. Actually, right? we don't actually hold that they're fighting. I got cannot be used the same measuring stick that you use to understand halacha. There's not machoikis even. It's just different facets and angles of one thing. However you turn the cube, you can see it in a different direction or, or a different way. You, you need some kind of overarching system to teach you how to put everything in its proper place. So we have Kabbalah. Now, we don't learn Kabbalah, but we have Kabbalah. Kabbalah came through Maral, we have it through Rav Hirsch, we have it, yes, Rav Hirsch was very much was steeped in Kabbalah. Rav Varen says that there was a grandson, a great-grandson of Rav Hirsch in the mirror, and uh, he has a set of Zayar that was given as a bar mitzvah present to Rav Hirsch when he was bar mitzvah bacher, and it's all marked up. So, you know, don't think that, you know. It's actually interesting, Rav Hirsch actually, I think, was from Eastern Europe. He was not born a Yaki, where he got such fancy German and, and was able to flawlessly lead the Kila. I'm, I'm not really sure. Historically, he was just must have been very smart, but um, and broad-minded, but 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 anyway, but you, a, a lot of things we have, even everything down to Rav Dessler, Rav Hutner, everything we have. Right? Rav Yaakov, um, Rav Yaakov, um, what's his name? My uh, my favorite Sephardi rabbi, Rav Yaakov Hillel. Rav Hillel, Rav Hillel is busy. I heard a share once he gave to Or Sameach, and he basically says the Kabbalah has touched all of our lives, but we have no need to learn it. Again, he was speaking to a bunch of Bali Tshuva Bacharim, which I think was appropriate for them. He was saying, you get it through Mesil Sasharim, you get it through Rav Dessler, you get it, well, everything, we get, even, everything, everything that we have, that we, that we learn, their Hashem, all, all these Sfarim have impacted all the, the Sifri Machshava that we have today. So we don't realize it, but how much Sheikhar have we taken from Kabbalah, how much has the system of the Arizal's Kabbalah? Even though if you would read the Arizal, it's pure mathematics and it's Chinese and it looks like a physics textbook, but the understandings and the takeaways has shaped the way that Rabbanim have explained Agatha over the course of time. And now the way that our worldview is when we look at Agatha, very much so we don't understand that, that the Kabbalah has really been the system to kind of you know, give us the lens and how to put it together. The Ram didn't have that, so he, he defaulted to to Aristotle as, 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 that, as that system, so which is why there are going to be discrepancies. I mean, there's a famous morale where the, um, it's famous tshuva, actually, that the Ramah was in correspondence with the Marshal. The Marshal was one of the biggest and baddest of his time, or Shlomo Luria, he wrote the Amshal Shlomo, um, is in the back of the back of the Shas. The Marshal was an adamant opponent to the Beis Yosef. He didn't like that there was a safer Beis Yosef than a Shulchan Aruch that was written. I think even with the Beis Yosef already had a hard time. The Beis Yosef was written when the Mechaber was forty, and I think Shulchan Aruch was not written until Mechaber was already in the seventies or eighties. And the Marshal didn't like it because he held it was like an art scroll. He said, "What are you doing, gathering all the shittas together? That, that's ridiculous. Like we don't need someone to like gather the shittas together. We need Talmud Chacham. People sit. They're going to learn. They're going to work it out. The Rav's going to paskin based on his svara. And if you look at Sefer Yamshel Shlomo, that was his form of a Shulchan Aruch. It doesn't look like a Shulchan Aruch. What was it? Basically, he goes to the sugya, brings the Rishonim, argues on them, and if he decides he doesn't like a Taisvis, he has the the ability to just knock him out of the water. Taisvis is wrong, 
and the halacha is like this one random rishon over there. Very much so, he didn't pass him based on klolim, like Machaber did, like Meshacharach did. He passed him based on his understanding of the sugya. So he was a lion of a person, right? The other person can take a to take a tesis and just kick it out of shas and be like, "This is your wrong. Get out of here." Like I pass like the ron on this one, right? And, and next sugya, saying that the ron that doesn't make any sense. I'm going to pass like the ron bomb on, on the sugya, right? The, 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 the tremendously powerful person the marshal was. Um, and, and to argue on Beis Yosef. A lot of people argued on the Beis Yosef and they ended up caving and he never, he never caved. So he had a correspondence with the Ramah. They were cousins. Um, and the Ramah wrote in one of his letters that on Shabbos he learns, um, he learns philosophy. He learns Aristotle. And the Ramah actually wrote... The Ramah, the Ramah. And the Ramah, the Ramah, the Ramah. And, and the Ramah actually wrote a sefer, I think it's called Eulis, Eulis Tamid, Eulis Tamid, Eulis Tamid, Eulis something, which is the Ramah's philosophy sefer that he wrote. He had a, you know, he had a a knack for, 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 for philosophy. Marshall gets his letter, and Marshall writes back to him scathingly. He says, he says you know, you're wasting your time. He said, you, you know, and you're spending all that time learning all this nourishkite. He said, look at your letter. You look at all the grammatical mistakes that you made in your letter. If Lietzer, you would have spent more time, you know, learning, then you, you would have, you'd have better grammar, and you wouldn't write an embarrassing, I don't know if he said it like that. You wouldn't write a letter that's, that, that looks like this, you know? And so the Ramah writes back to the Marshal that he says, no, everything that I said grammatically is correct. It's not correct according to actual Al-Shana Kodesh, but it's, it's, it's a good usage in, in the vernacular and the common way of using language. And he brings proofs in the letter to why, you know, the, the tenses and the forms of grammar he used were commonplace language, like a big deal what they fight about. To me, it's, you know. Um, and he wrote, and he said, as far as your tainas on me about philosophy, he says, I don't really learn philosophy. I only learn philosophy on Shabbos for one hour from the Morn of Uchem. I don't learn it from, uh, from Aristotle straight. And he tells his cousin, you should know that Kabbalah and philosophy are two roads which lead to the same, the same Havana. Right? Again, you need some system to put a Gadata into, into practice. Maral, without mentioning names, basically brings down that a Gadol wrote that philosophy and Kabbalah are two systems that lead to the same place. And he argues vehemently and he says they're not. <laughs> they don't end up in the same place because one is a system that's, that's created by Adam and the other one is a system which was given us divinely from Kosh Baruch Bar Sinai and Kabbalah is the more intrinsic understanding of how to understand the Agatha and the Torah. But, but it's, you know, if you look at a lot of your history in, 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 in Spanish... Uh, in, in, in the Spanish world, you know, the Rishonim, there was major machlikas, philosophy, Kabbalah, back and forth. You know, the Rajbah was a big makubal, and the Rajbah had to mediate between the parties. At one point, they, they ostered Mar Nebuchim, like it was, a, it was a big hack when Aristotle started falling, and, and Kabbalah came, we didn't have Kabbalah, it was, it was hidden. It, was, it wasn't revealed until Moshe de Leon found the manuscript, a lot of people have tainas on that, um, and, until later. So, you know, it was, it was a big hack, it was a big tension. Throughout the Darius, but the Psak has come through that, 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 that our understanding of Agatha now comes through through what was revealed with the Zayar and later with the Arizal. Okay, sorry for the tangent, but just to put into perspective the Rambam and to understand where his Ashkaf has come from came from tremendous amounts of Amelis because he did not have the tools that other Gedalim had. And Athal Pikain, he was still able to create a system which brought down the Seydis of Yadus, which to this very day is quoted. I mean, you want to know Aleph, what are the 13 principles of, of belief? You look at the Rambam, right? You want to know basically what's, what, 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 how do you define a Kosh You look in the Rambam, right? A Pella, what a person can do with, with pure, with pure, pure Amelis. Okay, moving on. Pardon me. Okay, so anyway, so the, the, the Ramchal says over here that all the Pratim of the Mitzvahs, each one was designed in order to bridge the gap between Adam's Chisrenes and its Vekis to Baruch Hu, and everything is done with the Koldar Bitsnayov, Gvula, Mashatar, Everything is done with the Tsnayim that are needed to bring Adam to Shlemes. Amna. 
He knows all this very clearly. He understands every element of creation, and, and how you use the physical world. As he created it, he looks over everything he created. He knows all the general principles that are necessary for his Torah. So the Abishur surveyed the Bria that he created. It's funny the order he says it in. Obviously, it's the other way around. Hashem knew what he was going to create before he created it. And in the Torah, Chazal say, Hashem Kanani Reish is dark, the Torah preceded um, the creation of the world. So I'm not sure why he puts it in, in, in such a such a way, but the way the Ramchal is laying it down is that Akash Baruch created a world, and he looked at all the details, he's intimately aware of all the details of the world, like we said before, Hashem would take his mind off the Bria, it would cease to exist, so Alada, he's aware of every detail of the world, and, and, and therefore, the Torah was formulated. Right. But the way he says it, that, he, that he's, you're saying he, he had this plan in advance, he created the world, and then he brought the Torah out, but that was all along it was flipped originally. Yeah, really, the Torah was preceding the world, but once the world was created from that vantage point, we have the world, then the Torah came in after the fact, even though initially the Torah was planned on the being... The Torah was created with, with, with the right. yeah. in mind, and then the, everything played out from the Torah. Yeah, I hear it. I hear it, but... Yeah, but I would have I liked the system to have been... Yeah, I hear it. Okay, anyway, fine. But, but small point. But, but, but that's, what, that's, that's what the... Ramchal is saying. Okay, so in order to get a little bit more of a, of a deep depth and tefisa in understanding what mitzvahs are, mitzvahs ase, mitzvahs lois ase, why we have so many details in the mitzvahs, what's the tachos of the mitzvahs to create the shleimus in Adam, the the um, the maral and very Yisrael has a beautiful a beautiful about this. You don't have to look inside. There's, there's one safer if somebody wants. We're in Perek Zion, but I'm gonna I'm gonna skip a lot anyway and move through things. Okay, so maral says the following. He says. He says that, that once I told you that the meetings of the Baruch were all Xeris and that the king was Gezer, um, I want you to know that it's not like what the Rambam says. And he brings over here from the Rambam. Um, grab my notes. He brings over here from the Rambam that the Rambam basically holds that the mitzvahs are not intrinsic, right? The, 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 the Misa mitzvah itself is not intrinsically what is important. Rather, the purpose of the mitzvahs is to, to be mitzvah, the bria, to fix people, and therefore the mitzvahs almost are, are, are not, don't, don't need to be the way that they, that they are. And I'm going to read you what, what he quotes in Marta Bucha. He says, There's no reason for the mitzvahs per se. They're there to test us, to see if we're going to be good people, to fix us, to make us better people. To see if we're going to keep the mitzvahs. And he brings... From Rishis Rabbah, a medrash to support this. Why does Hashem care if you shut the animal from the neck? Oh, or if you shut it from the back of the neck, right? Why the front of the neck? Why not the back of the neck? Because you think it makes a difference. Medrash says, this is a medrash he's quoting, that, that the, the mitzvahs were only given in order to purify us. All the words of God are purifying. It protects all those who take shelter or refuge or, or, or rely on the mitzvahs. The mitzvahs are there to purify B'nai Adam, and they function at some level of a, of a protection that is on us. Adka. Right. So he says basically the, the, the Rambam does not argue that every mitzvah has a cause to it. There's a purpose in every single mitzvah. The Rambam is not saying that they're just random things that Kosh created to see that if we, would, if we would listen to him or not. The Rambam does say that every mitzvah has a seba to it. He says, but when he got to this medrash, he realized that there may be a general reason why we have a mitzvah, but all the details of the mitzvah 
are something which is not necessarily so important, right? So the Torah wanted us to be people who have rachamim. And the Rambam very much so believes that time and mitzvahs is very important to understand what all of the different mitzvahs are, 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 are doing. The Rambam's shita was that every mitzvah can be understood. This is what we call the rationalist approach. Every mitzvah can be, can be understood and, and we can understand why Akrosh Baruch wanted us to do that particular mitzvah. Now he says though, but when you get to all the details of the mitzvah though, he says there's really no way that you can tie that back into the reason of the mitzvah. The Rambam says actually that if a person thinks he can take every single nekuda of the mitzvah and kind of tie that back into the reason for the mitzvah, he says it's stupidity, right? I mean, I'm saying, you can, have a, you can have tefillin. Okay, so the general principle why we have to put on tefillin. Why black? Why square? Why the indents, why they have to be, why, what fiber has to be used to tie the tefillin, you know, the chemahala, right? Even, even if we can come up with a, a, a reason why Akash Baruch gave us that mitzvah, and we know that mitzvah somehow is, is perfecting us, but if it's based on the reason, then all the details cannot all line up into the reason. Because we're just playing games, we're playing games at that point. So the Rambam therefore says, well, the pratim of the mitzvah really are there in order just to test us if we're going to listen to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Yes, the tachos of the mitzvah has a reason and a purpose, and, and it's not just random. It's not just create 613 random mitzvahs. Obviously, each one is there to accomplish something, and there's a time for the mitzvah, but the details surrounding it don't always fit back within the, um, within, with, within the time. Can we say that every mitzvah has, is part of the achot? Like achot? Like every mitzvah has a... Atomical. Yeah, I mean, I mean, so that, that, that's something you have to understand on the Rambam. If we have such a concept of chukim and mishpatim, right, again, I told you I'm not holding up the Rambam. So if every mitzvah ba'atzim has some kind of a sibor or a reason that makes sense as to what it's doing for us, so then what is this whole realm of chukim, the, the Rambam? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not holding enough in, in, in the Rambam shita to be able to, to, to understand it, you know? But there was this rationalist approach to mitzvah that every mitzvah, you know, so he accomplished something. There's a spiritual, intrinsic, Power of putting on spelling, like that is just like making us, it's like you could have been well, putting I, on a like you know, a cone on our head or something, and then that would also so, like, so, so, so it's interesting. We're gonna get there, we're not gonna get there today, but in, in Perk Chest, the, the Maral actually discusses that, and he says basically that one should realize that mitzvahs are not part of the teva, um, and and that they do do something spiritual to us, but it, it's not like he brings a raya, a guy that keeps Shabbos, right? If Shabbos is Halig. So well, how could it be an Avera for a guy to, to do a mitzvah? The answer is it's only a mitzvah for a yid. It's not a mitzvah for a guy. Mela, it's not the etzim keeping of Shabbos that gives the Kedusha. It's because the Kosh Baruch Hu says when you keep Shabbos, then there is the Kedusha that comes. When you put on tefillin, it looks like that. But it's not the tefillin themselves. And, 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 it's the tzibor, the Kosh said. When you use the chetzah and you do the thing of the physical body, you need the physical pula, you need the physical maisa, you have to use the, the physical item for the mitzvah itself. Um, and, and there's a kedusha that comes when you do that, but, but it's not ingrained in the tevah. It's because the Kodesh Baruch Hu said, right? So, you know, it could be the Rambam subscribes that to, to some degree also, that even though all the details of the mitzvah aren't important, and the Kodesh Baruch Hu created details just to test us, but the overarching you know, reason for the mitzvah, could be also there's a spiritual component that does purify us. It's not, obviously not all just... Not rational that what I think about when not I not behave, yeah, I, I, you know, I don't. I told you, I'm really, I'm not, I'm not, not. It's not my world. You, you know what I mean? Like, have you ever heard me say that? What? You've been around me for a while. You ever heard me say that? I don't understand. It's not my world. Ever heard me say? That? I'll tell you, it's not my world. I, I, it's not. I, I didn't when I was younger. I didn't spend time on this. That whole, this whole approach. How, how does that fit in though with the concept that you know, two forty eight, three sixty five, each way that affects a live? 
I mean, in the, in the Pashtas of Torah, without Kabbalah, you have to find Makaris for that. Maybe they're Midrashim. I don't know. I don't know. I, again, I don't know the Rambam's worldview. I don't. I don't know. But this is what the Rambam. This is this is what this is what the this is what the Rambam says. So the Maral vehemently disagrees with this. Um, but, but this is the Kuda, by the way, that the that the, that the, that the Rambam writes that if you have a general Tama mitzvah, that all the Pratim are not going to work with the Tam. And if you think that you, I mean, I, I, in the note over here of Hartman brings into that question um, that he says. Says, Any person that makes himself crazy, from every chalak, he wants to go back to the reason for the mitzvah, from every detail in the mitzvah, he's just going to drive himself nuts. You're not going to be able to get from all the details back to the general principle of the mitzvah the Rambam says, right? So that's what the Rambam held. The details don't really matter. The details are purely there to test us, right? The Rambam didn't hold the mitzvahs are, are random. They have a purpose. Every mitzvah has a purpose. Like he goes through his safer, giving the time of mitzvahs for every single mitzvah. But, but the details behind it are to test us because no detail can come and touch a general cloud. That's what, that's, that's what he says. It's fascinating enough, happens to be, Sefer Chinuch says something similar to this Rambam, but in, 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 in the Eifin that's much more jives with the, with the world of, of, of Kabbalah. Sefer Chinuch, when he, when he talks about the Korbanis, he, um, he brings down the Mahalach of the Ramban. The Ramban basically says, I'll spare you all the details, the Ramban understands by a Korbanis that really a person has a hate, he doesn't deserve to exist anymore. So he goes and he takes the animalistic part of his being, we all know this, right? And he puts it on the Mizbeach, and he experiences his own Misa through the animal, and, uh, and, and that's him saying, I will no longer be subjugated by my physical taivas and desires. My inner animal has now burning on the, on the Mizbeach, and now I'll be a spiritual person from this point onward, and the Dam Hua Nefesh, and the blood contains the life force, and a person is going to reconnect to the world of Ruach and spirit and Neshama from that point onward, in Bechei that you see yourself burning on the Mizbeach, and you become a changed and a different person, and a Beria Chadasha from the, from the, from, from your animalistic part being offered on the, on the, on the, on the Mizbeach, and it's your Kapara of Bechei Vahala, right? So, so, so he, so, so he goes with that gong, he explains the Dovahs, and that, then finally Sefer gets to an interesting, uh, gets to an interesting place, and he says the following, Right? Based on the Rambam, the Ramban's whole mahal and what a korban does, how does korban the dava work? Right? You're, that's not a chatas. You're not. You're not giving yourself over. You're not. You're not. You didn't do an avera, and you're not bringing your. You, you, you're offering a free gift to Kosh It's not to make up some kind of chisar. He says, no, we can explain that. We can say, even if you didn't do an Aveira, you're still a lowly person, so by giving a voluntary offering, you're volunteering to shed more of the physical part of yourself and become a more spiritual person. So when you do an Aveira, you have to do that as your kapara to shed the physical part of yourself that calls you to do the Aveira and become a more ruchli person. But by Nadava, even though you didn't do an Aveira, there's like bonus points in, in, in shedding your physical more, even though you didn't do anything wrong, to become more of a spiritual person. So we can, it's like the chinuch, we can take the Ramban and we can fetch it into the devils also. So, well, what about all the Karbanas are different? They require different forms of shlita, different parts in the Azara. Some are in the Tzafan, some don't have to be in the Tzafan. How many applications of Dam? What, what the Kehanim eat? There are many different Pratim, he says, for the Korbanis. So we have this general principle, the Rimban, that we're basically shedding our physical and becoming spiritual. But how does that explain why every Korban seems to have all these specific details which make them all different? Maybe the pshat is like this. The guy is watching the kahanim running around doing all these different avidas. 
makes them focus, like, wow, they're patching on, on a El Nazir like this, and they're patching on the Dover like this, and a carbon oil of a Yared, they're possibly, they, they, they have to do all these different things, and a Quran Pesach, and it makes the guy Mechavin, because everything is different, so like, he's, he's paying attention. He says, that's stupid, right? He says, that, that's, that's dumb, like, how far are we going to fetch the Pshat of the Ramban to explain every detail of the, to say that now every Korban's different, that makes the, the guy who brings the Korban more aware of what's going on, he says, we're, we're, get, we're, getting, we're getting a little ridiculous over here with the Tama Mitzvah. When it comes to pshat, says the the tzevar chenach, there, there's we don't have yadena raglenu. We, we don't have what to stand on. We don't have hands and feet. Built this sad mukubalim without help from the mukubalim to explain all the details of the the mitzvah. The the mukubalim opened their eyes to understand all of the details. Now, what's the obvious question on this, right? What's safer to the tzevar chenach, right? Safer on time and mitzvahs. And now he's telling me that the pshat really cannot address fully, right, all the details of the mitzvah. So why am I writing a safer, right? So he says, He says, Don't say that I'm dumb. Or that, that, that I'll read what he says. Don't say that we are foolish. We have the, we're smitten by foolish men. That all of the words that I've been saying until now, all my time in mitzvah, I've been telling you, don't say that I just told you that they don't really address fully every mitzvah. So why am I doing it? Right? Um, he says that sometimes that, even, that if you have a lot of psilos, you have a lot of empty space, you're going to find something good every so often, right? You know, it's almost like you dig through someone's uh, you know, old stuff and you can find the diamond in the haystack, right? So he says, yes, the time and mitzvahs do not address the full degree of all of the mitzvahs, but what we can understand from the mitzvahs is, 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 is oichel, is something you can eat, right? In fact, it calls it, interesting, I call it oichel and psilos. What does the word tam mean? Varna said this taste, right? What's the point of taste when you have food? Why does it create taste, right? Just eat the food, right? I could say I'll say it's a hard so that people should be drawn to it. Where does it bonds you, Hana, Simcha, Hana bonds you to something else, right? Which is Tashra Mita, there's a Hana connecting two everything together. By a Chasna, there's always a Simcha because you're bringing two disparate things together. You have to have a Simcha or, 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 or a Tam, Oynik Shabbos, the Oynik Shabbos is what bonds us to Kosh So the taste is what causes the food to stick to the person. When you bring two disparate parts together, there has to be a Tam. Taimei and Mitzvahs give us a Tam. No pun intended. We call it a tam. We have a tam in our mitzvahs. Now, when we a server of it's not dry. There, we'll, we'll discuss more about this next time. Mitzvah. It's not dry. They, they, we, we feel a sense of purpose in what we're we're doing. There, 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 there is there's a reason for that. He Chazal also say many times they bring time and mitzvahs. Like for example, by the korban saita, he asked the ma'isa behema. She acted like an animal. Right, therefore she brings barley, which is animal food. The korban by the by the by the saita is barley because why she did a ma'isa behema. So meila, we bring behema food as the korban. who else a ma'isa patit? He was the mitzur was chip 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 like like a bird saying lashnahara. Therefore he brings he brings birds. Right, um, he says Chazal tell us why does a woman need shavin nikiim so that her husband should be excited for her. Right, marnita lamed aleph. Um, he says, obviously Chazal didn't mean these to be the tachlis of the mitzvah. Chazal, we're not telling you this is the reason for the mitzvah and there's no other reason. He says, Every mitzvah is able to carry upon itself many different ramazim. There are many 
elements to a mitzvah, some of them we can understand and we can take with us and we can apply to our life. And, and it gives us, you know, a, a, a guy's annoyed that his wife has a shivnikim. So it's a gemara nida that says is, you know, a reason we have to explain to somebody who's not from and we have to say to him, you know, so this whole nida thing is really weird. So, you know, well, let's look at Gaish marriages, let's look at Jewish marriages, which ones last longer. Maybe the nida thing is what, what creates some level of separation, enables you to appreciate more when you come back together and blah, blah, blah. Are we like touching on the real purpose for shivnikim? For sure not. Is it a valid tom that's in the midst of the Hashem was Megala to us that we can understand whether it's faithful? Most certainly yes. And, and it gives us a, a tfisa, a tom. It gives us a place to bond the mitzvah into our, into our essence. But to think that it goes to the nth degree, says the Sefer Chinuch, you're never going to get from all the details into the general klal of the tom. And the Rambam himself agrees to that. He just says, it's like, hold, the whole purpose of the mitzvah is the tam, so it must be the details are really irrelevant, and they're just to test you to see if you're going to listen to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. But if you believe, like the Ramchal is saying, and Derech Hashem, that the details were created in such a way, because Hashem knew we have to take the Adam from his distance away from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and be mizdabikim to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and, the, and all, every detail of the mitzvah is there in order to create the dveikas, to remove the chisarim from Adam, and to allow him to gain the maila of dveikas HaKadosh Baruch Hu, then the details very much so matter, and we can't always explain the details, because that's metaphysics, that's Kabbalah, that's the spiritual world. I have no idea what's wrong with my neshama and why my neshama is so distant from Gosh Baruch Hu, and, I, and I have no idea how the mitzvah is going to bridge me. Some of it enters into my frame of reality. Some of it, some of it doesn't. So I'm jumping a little bit because I wanted to go through this, this maral, but I mean, it's interesting to know we have a concept of chukim and we have mishpatim, right? So mishpatim have a reason. It's a tam, um, and it's something that Rav Dasser says, why are, why are the goyim chayv in, 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 in mishpatim? And it says that also so Adam Yashar, a person has a general sense of Yashar when he's born, that even though, you know, a lot of people make the argument that morality is, you know, very subjective. In fact, Hitler was very mad at the Jews that we forced morality onto the world. Um, and you can argue that our morality came from our chinuch, that stealing was something, but it's not true. You see, even a baby understands when he's doing something wrong, when he's stealing, when he's being mischievous. There is, there is a general sense that a person has what's toif and what's ra, and that was the expectation why the Goyim should have followed the mitzvahs, because there was a Elohim also saw Adam Yashar. Hashem, Hashem made Adam in a way which was straight. And we created all the worlds of anti-morality, and we corrupted ourselves onward. So there is an element that, that is Yashar, and these mishpatim are things that theoretically, if a person would have been intellectually honest, he should have been able to make these mitzvahs on his on his own, yet we have the world of chukim, so like, what's going on, right? Why is it something we understand, something we don't understand? So a lot of the svarim, you know, especially the, the Bermaim Chaim is an arichas on this, one of, one of the early, early chasidish svarim, and he basically says, that, well, I mean, Avadim, this is, I think everyone agrees, all mitzvahs really are chukim, they're not really mishpatim, right? Like we just saw in the Sefer HaChinach, what we understand of the mitzvah is just what was exposed to us within the framework of this world. But the mitzvah is to do what the Ramchal says it is in order to create this dveikas between us and, and a Kodesh Baruch Hu. It's, 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 it, that's what it's doing at its core. We don't see that. We don't understand that. The Gzeir Hashem creating the world blocks us from experiencing that in this world. But that's what's really going on. Some of them, however, come with this quality that we can have some understanding of it. So the, the Amkas in that, which we'll get involved a little bit more next week because we're running out of time. The Amkas that is that, like, like, like we said before, the mitzvahs were created top-down design. Hashem, Hashem looked from above and he, and he saw what was needed and he brought these mitzvahs which is there to bridge the world to the oil of Gashmias and the Kosh Baruch Hu's Yichur and his oneness. They really originate from the highest parts in the Bria and they come into the physical world. When they're translated into the world of Gashmias, some of them have a taich, some of them have an explanation within the world of Gashmias, some of them do not have an explanation in the world of Gashmias. It doesn't really fit within the framework of the world that a Kosh Baruch Hu had had created, you know, Ravarn gives a great muscle. He says in pure mathematics, if you want to take the square root of an area, you can come up with the, you know, 
the, the, the positive or the negative, right? So the answer is, you know, these math tests, I don't really understand it. I forgot math. It was from high school. I see my kid doing it. My wife yelling at my kid. But I see sometimes the answer is positive or negative, right? Two answers, right? Don't ask me why it's like that. When you're building a bridge, we don't really care about the negative square root. That's kind of irrelevant to us because negative matter is not something that we can use in order to build, to do something. We need the positive answer. But in the world of pure mathematics, they're both true. So Zokdaran, Right? That we know that the Beishamai and Beishel are right. Beishamai says that it's, uh, you need a kabayim, two kab, to create a chi of chala. Beishel says one kab, right? How can they both be right? Either the chi of chala is one kab, or it's two kabayim, or it's, or it's kabayim. How could it be elu ve'elu? So the way that it was explained was, is that the mitzvahs exist beyond the physical world. When the mitzvahs come into the physical world, they become finite. And that's the word psak halacha. Psak means to cut off the greater totalitarian, to, 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 the greater total, and to take something which is finite off something which is which is much bigger. The Elam says to, to the Jew, what are you learning lumdus in yeshiva? Why don't you learn halacha? It's true, you have to know what to do in life. Have to, but the person who says it really is ignorant that Torah is much bigger than what do I do with my challenge, right? Even, even the Baltanya says, the Baltanya says that Torah is the expression of a Kodesh Baruch oneness in this world. If Ruvain and Shimon would have some machoikis and come to Beisdin, even if the case would never happen, now in order for it to be halacha, it has to be possible for it to happen, but even if it would never happen, it's not the point. By you learning that, you're bonding yourself to the reality of a Kodesh Baruch Hu. you're imbibing yourself to the reality of a Kodesh Baruch Torah. We'll talk about this more when we get to Ramchal speaking about Torah, but, but that's why lum this, and that's why a Havana of Torah, even though it doesn't come practically in this world, matters. Because the Torah exists all the way from a Kosh and the highest of the Elamis, and it filters its way down into the physical, physical world. So yes, there can only be one Psach in the physical world, because we're in a finite world where either it's a Kab or it's a Kabayim. Either in the base of Mikdash, they did Hefshet and Nituach. They skinned the animal and they chopped it, or they did Nituach the Hefshet. They cut the animal up and then they skinned it. They, which one did Aaron Kayin do? He was one man. Either he first skinned it and then he chopped it, or he first chopped it and then he skinned it. Maholik Zerbi Lazar, I think, and Rabbi Akiva, I remember right. There can only be one right answer. But in Shemayim, we're not bound by the physical world. So in Shemayim, they're both theoretically possible. And that's a way, just like in pure mathematics. The positive square root answer and the negative square root answer are both true in mathematics. In the physical world, a negative square root really is irrelevant unless you're dealing with theoretical math, which doesn't exist in this world anyway. So Tutera came into this world. Rivarin likes the quote, uh, uh, from the Baal Tanya, I think of the Chute Torah, that when Yaakov Avinu was being potzel, the, the psilis, I think it was lost in the Pasuk, he was taking the wood and he was carving out the wood by, by when, he, when he multiplied the, the sheep with the akudim, the brudim, the spe- speckled sheep, spotted, the spotted sheep, that whole part over there. He took rods and he shaved the rods. Baal Tanya says that Yaakov Avinu was Mekayim that didn't fill it, right? Why? Because I guess the shaving of the rods is like the ritzuos of the tefillah. What in the world? It's not tefillah. You know, you said with, with uh, right? Teret says, Teret did not come into this world till Harsinai. Teret existed in Shemayim. Yaakov was bringing down some bechina of the, of the, of the, of the or of tefillin in this world through this maisa that he was doing. Once the Teret is given, that's it. We have column. They have to be black. They have to be square. They can't be made out of wood. You can't, you can't like, you know, shave rods and get a, a strip and have that strip function as Ritzu, it doesn't work anymore. But until the Torah was given, Torah existed in Shemaim, and Yaakov was doing some pu'ula to bring the Shefa from Shemaim into the physical world. So when the mitzvahs come to this world, sometimes they jive with the reality of the physical world. And we understand them, and they make sense, and they're logical. They clothe themselves in the physical world in a way which is seamless, right? I understand Gezel, I understand, um, I don't know, all the mitzvahs make sense, Saka, Chesed, um, what have you? Ben Adon Chaver, all Chosh but I understand, right? I understand Chosh Mishpat. Chosh Mishpat makes a lot of sense to me, right? I don't understand really Tfilin. Now, part of Tfilin 
clothes in a world where I can't understand it. I know that when I tie the, like the chenuk says to my arm, I'm putting my weak arm, and I have the parshias that Shalashem took me out of Mitzrayim, that my body is Meshubit to Kosh Baruch and really I have no strength in this world. That's why you put fill on your weak arm, and I know I'm tying this fill into myself because I'm creating a kesher between me and a Kosh Baruch of a Muna that he took me out of Mitzrayim, and I have to remember he took me out of Mitzrayim. That's what it says. The I put on my Rosh because my Rosh is my Neshama, and I understand that not only is my body I'm not in control, that's why I put on my weak arm, but my Neshama, my thoughts, they come from Kosh Baruch also, and we can think about this when we when we do the when we do the mitzvah. That's the time of mitzvah that we can think of. Ad Khan is where mitzvah still enclosed itself in the physical world. The rest is total Chinese within the framework of the physical world. It's interesting a chayk. So machayk is Ramban and Rashi. The Ramban understands that a chayk is not something you can't understand. It's something which is very esoteric. It's very hard to understand. The Arizal understood it. Then he can give you all the Kabbalah and all the metaphysics and all the terminology. When you look through a statement, someone's asking me, what does Arizal say about a certain pshat somewhere in the Chomash? I said, oh, so pull down the Teres Arizal. I was reading through this. I said, wow, this is Mamish Chinese. This is Gvaldic. Look, look, look at this. <laughs> this is totally unintelligible, right? He understood it. We don't understand it, right? It is possible to under the Fidur Ramban to understand a chok. Rashi to say, you can't understand it. Also, goes Shlomo Mel, tried to understand Paraduma. Yeah, it's funny, by Paraduma itself, you have Rashi saying you can't understand Chukim, and then he brings with Moshe Darshan with all Shlagot Torah that the 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 the, 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 the red cow is connected to Chet Ego that when the when the babies do a Chet let the mother come and bring Kapara to the children right it's like Rashi Mina Yibay says to himself he starts off by saying there's no time for the mitzvah then he brings with Moshe Darshan because in the world of Drash. Taka, we could glean, what is drash? Expose, expounding on the Torah more than what it says in the world of the Pshat. So look, Rashi, in the world of Pshat, we, we, don't, we don't understand this thing. It makes no sense. It's metame, the people that are, that are tahor, and it's, and it's metayer, the people that are, that are, that are tome. It seems like voodoo. You're taking a, an azov, you're throwing in the fire, the, right? The string, right, etc. He says, but in the world of drash, I can expound the musr that we can learn from it. It's something that we could glean from it because there is at this something where it does close itself into the physical world, right? So every myth has its degree, how much of it that we understand and how much of it that we don't understand correspond to when it comes in the physical world and becomes finite and it gets broken off from the greater whole of, of, of a Kosh oneness, what in the world of human seichel can we see the Ta'elus and the Ta'if? But what we're seeing is a fraction of what the mitzvah actually does. The mitzvah's function is really that it's causing, like the Ramachal says, to remove the chisarans and allow us to have an active dveikas to a Kosh Baruch Hu, right? So mitzvah shechita, we understand it has to be humane. That's all we get. Why the necklace and that? Zok to Maral, Zok to Ramchal, all that is there to make you shalim. How does it work? You have no idea. It's not in the physical world. You can't, you can't understand it. Chukim Mishpatim is where you find that divide much more. Chukim and Derek Klau have very little taich in this world. Mishpatim have a very good taich when it comes into this, into this world, but ultimately, they're both Chukim. So the Bermayim Chaim, Alpiyaz this is a beautiful vertical. He says, says, um, Magid Magid Dvar of the Yaakov, Chuka of Mishpat of Yisrael, Lo Asachin of Cholgoi, or Mishpatim Bal Yiduum Haluka. Right? Magid Dvar of the Yaakov. He says Yaakov represents the lowly part of Klal Yisrael. They get Dvar of. They just are told do mitzvahs. They don't understand what they're doing. Chuka of Mishpat of Yisrael. Yisrael represents the higher part of the Jewish people. They get Chuka Mishpatim. They're told this is a Chok. This you can't understand. This is a Mishpat. This you can't understand. Lo He didn't do this for the goyim. They don't have any mitzvahs. And the goyim don't know mishpatim. That we, Baruch Hashem, we understand mishpatim. They don't understand mishpatim. Wait a minute. Goyim do understand mishpatim. 
right? Ayn Sham, the Constitution, and all the, all the legal system. We have, right, we have a very complex code of law that theoretically is based on some level of perceivable morality. It should be, v'chukim lo yudum ha'aluka. What do you mean, mishpatim lo yudum? Zog the bermaim chayim, they don't even understand mishpatim. Because they're looking at mishpatim with just with what they can understand from the mishpatim. What in their human seichel tells the mishpatim are taif. Mishpatim are more than that. Mishpatim be'etzim are chayk. Yes, mishpatim lend itself to be understood more in the physical world, but that's not really understanding a mishpat. A person keeps a mishpat, and he, and he doesn't steal from somebody else because he purely feels it's a wrong thing to do, as opposed to knowing it's a dvar Hashem, and the Ratzon Hashem, you shouldn't do it. He's lacking, he hasn't done the Maisa Mitzvah, right? Yes, these are, and yes, we have to take the muster, we have to change ourselves, we have to, we have to change our, our, our perspective of the world based on, on the mishpatim that we have, and learn from them, you know, and I'll get the K the one second, we'll end. Um, Really, we just started. We, we got, we're done. But we, we have a lot more to do next week. So, but 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 Lamaisa, in the end, the mishpat comes from Kodesh Baruch Hu, and it's mashlam yirnasham. the same way that chok is, just because a chok seems hebejibi, doesn't make the mishpat any less in its ability to purify the physical and allow a person mizdabek to Kodesh Baruch Hu. The akeda actually has an interesting piece, where he discusses how sometimes. Um, and I'll say a quick thing on the three weeks, we'll be done in three minutes. The Akedah, this is a beautiful, he says sometimes where it's appropriate to have time mitzvahs and sometimes it's not appropriate. He says it's not appropriate to have time mitzvahs because if a person thinks he understands the mitzvahs, so then he's going to end up breaking the mitzvahs, right? And it happened. Look at the reform movement. They tell that, look, Ter Aser Chazer, because, you know, pig had, uh, the, uh, well, I forgot it's called, Triga, whatever. Trigonosis, thank you. So now that you can put it in a refrigerator, then uh, it's not a problem anymore, and that's why the Ter Aser did. So good, you're a big chacham. You think you understand the Ter, right? You, you understand about, about you know, two, two, two inches, right? The Ter is all the way odd, odd to the top of the Olamis. And now, based on what you know on the Tama Mitzvahs, you've decided you've passed and the Mitzvah doesn't apply anymore. Right? So that's like the, the, the Kedo. It's a very dangerous thing. If we didn't have a time in mitzvahs, then we wouldn't be able to extrapolate beyond. And the mitzvah tells us when you see your enemy and his, 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 his donkey is crouching under the load, right? you go and you help him, right? Do you think that's limited to a donkey? Right? I remember one time I was walking out of the towers and I was a young man, an interesting fellow used to live here, and I was carrying a heavy box, and he ran and he says, and he held the door open. And I thought to myself, oh, Taka, like, <laughs> this is yeah. the modern day version. He held the door for me. I have everything. So I don't have a donkey. So it's my back that's breaking. You know, why is he held the door for me? Right? The, obviously, you have time in mitzvahs. How else do you become a better person unless if you can gain and glean something for the mitzvahs? Yes, you help somebody that you don't even like. That's the point of the mitzvah. And it's not limited to when, so, uh, in halacha, we'd say, Taina, you have to have a din donkey, and you have to have a din of a person you don't like, and then you get to the mitzvah. Right? But the time in mitzvahs take it beyond that, and you can apply it elsewhere in your life. The, 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 the Rin of Achai says in Parshish Noyach, the, 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 the Noyach was his halech im Elokim. He said, Ravarin loves this one. What does it mean to walk with Elokim? He says, a person's Amar Aretz, does the mitzvahs, picks up a lulav, has no idea what he's doing. Sustam, he, he's just a goylem shaking a lulav. Now we're going to see later in the Maral that he fixed his neshama by doing that. We're going to get there next week, right? Don't think that when you don't understand what you're doing, you haven't done anything, and he's going to explain later why that you most certainly have done something, and we'll get there. But obviously there's a shlemis and an element that's missing in the mitzvah. And the mitzvah. person learns of the midrashim. He learned the sifrei machshava. He learned of the halacha. He understands the din kicha when he picks it up. You're an informed consumer. You're walking with the abister. You're not just doing things by rote. You have a tam in a sense. And what it is that you are doing, you've enriched the Maisa much more, and you've created much more of a dveikus to kodesh baruch because of that, right? So, so obviously the timei mitzvahs without them, Yiddishkeit would be very dry. If we put on tefillin every day and we didn't at least have some level of tam what we were doing, it'd be very hard on a human level for us to connect to kodesh baruch Yes, we're supposed to think every day, like the Allah says, Shem took me out of Mitzrayim, and a Kosh gives me my strength, 
strength, and he gives me my neshama, and everything I have belongs to him, and I tie myself to him, and I believe in him, and I look at the world around me, all I see is the emunah of HaKadosh Baruch that the hand that came down on me, that's what you're supposed to do when you put on your tefillin. If you didn't have that, it would just be a dry mitzvah. Now, behind the scenes, it'd be purifying your body. You would have no idea that it's doing that, right? A very minimal idea. Now there's a tam, there's what for you to have. So time allows to extrapolate to other areas in our lives, helps us work on our mitas, helps us, help us make us more of a, more of a shalim person, it gives us more of a tfisa on what, we are, and what we're, we're doing. Obviously you understand the side and what you're doing and how, which sphere is your masakim when you shake the lulav. If you're holding us from a drago, then avada, that's an even higher darga, right, than just knowing the halachas or knowing the, the drashim or just knowing the machshava that's behind, behind what you're doing. Without it, you're still being masakin yourself, as we're going to see soon from the, the maral, soon meaning next week. But but the there's a, there's a mila of walking with 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 the Baruch Hu. So just it's three weeks. So just one 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 quick nekuda that the famous Bach says. Moshe says, "What are you going to tie in for the three weeks this week?" I said, "I don't know. I'm not giving them three weeks." He says, "Every week you happen to end up tying in the parsha, right?" So I thought about this morning. I said, "He's right, Taka. We can't I can't get away without." So the Bach says that he brings the famous Medrash on Ma'ozva Aretz. What was the land lost from? They didn't mavarch tchila b'tera, right? Famous word. They didn't bench tchila b'tera. At the end, they brought the So the world was destroyed. And the Medrash says that they asked the Nevi'im. They didn't know. They asked the Malachim. They didn't know. Till Abishur himself had to tell them it's because they didn't bench Berachos they didn't bench Berachos That that's the grace of Beis Mikdash was destroyed. We have to understand by Shani they kept all the chumras. The problem was Ben Amlochavera. Vice to they were dead on the inside. They were dead on the inside. Benching Berachos means you appreciate what it is that you're doing. It's not that they didn't say the bracha. They mumbled the bracha. They didn't chop what they were doing. They weren't alive in what they were doing. So yes, are the time of mitzvahs the ikr of the mitzvah? Most certainly, they are not the ikr of the mitzvah. And if you think they're going to define the mitzvah, or the mitzvah is based on the time of you only understand a, a, a millimeter in to the depth of what a mitzvah is going to do for your neshama and your tzvah, and your tzvah, without sense of an involvement of self in what you're doing, it brings chorb mitzvah mikdash. There's no pnimius, there's no connection, there's no inner, inner, inner connection to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we have to understand, like this, like this Akeda says, that the time of mitzvahs can be very dangerous if we apply them, we think we understand the Torah based on it. We have to recognize, like the same Rechinoch says, it does not really address the mitzvah. It gives us an oichel, something to eat, something to be mizdabek to, something to be alive in our Yiddishkeit. And that's what the Koshboch really wants, is our lave involved in the Maisa mitzvah as well, too. And, and we do that, so Tikkun, for the, for the three weeks. So, Mitzvah next time we're going to continue in this, in this maral. Um, and we have more to talk about on this, on, on this subject, the mitzvah being mitzarif b'nei odom. Oh, okay.